Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster, America's test table, where we don't play test games, no. We stress test them. My name is John Baltusberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. I'm Bridget Brave. I'm Mr. Paschke, and with us tonight... Is David Sherdwan. Hello. There we go. Um, David, welcome back. It feels like we... It feels like we were just here. Um, David, you were on the uh, you were on our ancillary show, uh, our our sister show, our baby show. It's your um, uh, your ego project, right, John? It, my ego project. <laughs> that is a delightful way to phrase it. No, um, it's hurtful. it's uh, hurtful. It's, wa- it, it, it's wandering monster when the rest of us are too fucking lazy sometimes. <laughs> you are on the randomly generated encounters uh, to talk about bones deep. Uh, we talked about a lot of things that day. Uh, we talked about tempered legacy, which mm. I have right here. Uh, brilliant and beautiful zine, by the way. Uh, if you're hearing the sound of my voice. Go pick up Tempered Legacy because it it offers a really cool opportunity to use magic items in cool and interesting ways. Sidebar. So, um, man, David, we talked about a lot of things. Obviously, I love Bones Deep. Uh, Bones Deep is so cool. The uh, the problem, however, right, is we've we've play tested Bones Deep. We played that game. Like we don't need to do that again. Um, I would. I, yeah, I would no, too. It was fun. It was fun. Oh, actually, I believe Bridget wasn't that your very that first game first with us? Game. Yeah, I just yeah. realized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The memories. Uh, that's true. Look, we'll all play it again. It's a great game. Yeah. But for the purpose of this show, which is playtesting and introducing new stuff, um. It doesn't really fit our our uh, our melee, if you would, uh, our, to replay our schedule. Yeah. Uh, however, we talked about another game uh, that night, uh, a sexy game. I went on and on about the art. Um, we are gathered here, my friends, to play a game that is on Kickstarter right this very second, Bridgetown. Um. I think uh, instead of me rambling on for another 30 minutes, as I usually do, David, why don't you tell us a little bit about Bridgetown? Give us the pitch. Tell us why people should go back it. I would love to. Oh, uh, so actually, good. David, I'm so sorry to interrupt. There's one thing I want to say real quick here at the top. We have six books to give away. We have three copies of Bones Deep and three. Oh, I can't do that with my hands. There are three copies <laughs> of Bridgetown. There, uh, there we go. Three Don't copies of Bridgetown. Three. <laughs> yeah. The uh, German three. <laughs> that we will be giving away throughout the night. Um, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to give three lucky winners a copy of Bones Deep and a copy of Bridgetown. All you have to do is be in the chat and like participate. So we'll do that first drawing after David talks about uh, what the fuck this cool game is. Uh, and before we introduce characters. Sorry, David. I just I had to get that out there. Tell us about this cool ass game. Sure. So Bridgetown is a our newest book for Troika written by John Gregory and Furtive Goblin. 
Um, it is a adventure for Troika, a pastoral liminal RPG setting of a never-ending, ever-crumbling bridge. Just like Bones Teep, it's built for Troika, but it's easily adaptable to whatever OSR rule set you're using. And we are kickstarting it right now, and it has already doubled our funding goal, so it has been wildly successful. Fantastic. Awesome. I have one quick question before we go any further. Um, I was looking through the project on the Kickstarter page, and I am absolutely in love with the artwork. And um, I guess you might not be able to answer this, but I'm wondering if it was at all influenced by Richard Scarry, like those children's books from back in the day with like, what do people do all day? And it has, it, they, they had like intricate little cartoon diagrams in them. So if you're a Richard Scarry fan, go check this project out because it mm -hmm. has strong, like awesome children's book vibes. Um, I didn't think yeah. about that until you said so, but I can totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of our other big inspirations was where the sidewalk ends. Shell Silverstein. Mm. Awesome. Um, uh, and I was actually Perfect. the artist who did it is uh, Charlie Ferguson Avery, who's an incredibly talented horror artist. And we oh, got cool. him to do some cutesy drawings for this project, and he loved it. I uh, this last week I have discovered the limits of one of our in-house artists, Luke Spooner. Uh, <laughs> I, I asked him to draw something, and he was like, "I'm gonna go ahead and take a pass on that, John." Like, what, what, huh? He had never said that to me before. <laughs> so we had to talk about like what his aesthetic, what he wants to draw, and uh, so now we have we have Luke for this stuff, and then we have Simone to Meta for the really gnarly stuff. <laughs> Uh, it's incredible, like watching off, uh, artists work in new ways and just be like, oh, cool. You're, I guess you're good at everything. <laughs> That's kind of the Great. feeling I get is like intense jealousy mixed with frustration. What is he not good at? <laughs> it's, that's, hey, that's my whole vibe, baby. That's it. <laughs> um, Mr. Patchkey disappeared. Oh, he'll be back. I'm sure. Pretend, pretend um, that didn't happen. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to fill the silence for a minute, uh, which is something I'm sure no one is used to me doing. Um, <laughs> so, um, I am a big fan of goats. I'm me too. Also, yeah, also goats are great. Goat, yeah. Uh, and like every part of goats, I like goat milk, goat cheese, goat meat. I like goats as an animal. Mr. Patchy's back. Goats rock. That's the basic point. Um, what I miss about goats? Uh, uh, how fucking awesome. cool they are. Business suit or like... What are... uh, the blinding light you've seen suddenly pop up means that it is time to do our very first drawing of the night. That is right. One lucky winner is going to win two books. Bones Deep and... Uh, Bridgetown. So, without further ado, I'm going to click this button and see if that works. Again, like, at least we need a big red button, oh. if not the big light-up clown wheel, like, to give stuff away. Asher the Lion! Excellent. Congratulations, Asher the Lion. Good job, Asher. And, uh, just for clarity, Bone uh, Bridgetown does not exist yet. This Kickstarter is yeah. not a scam. We'll send you the book when it's ready. <laughs> so, uh, and I think what we'll do, uh, Asher, you can you can say in uh, in chat, uh, would you rather get both books at the same time or get like 
bones deep immediately and Bridgetown when it's ready. I know I always want to get bones deep immediately. I, Charles, <laughs> hey God, joke about Damn it, Charles. It's not even a bones deep game, and we're making those jokes. Uh, um, I loved that game. That was so fun. Both at the same time is what Asher says. So Asher, uh, does anyone? Weird question. Does anyone know who Asher is? I know is? Asher. I can Lovely. I can connect with Asher. You yeah. you hook me up with Asher after the show and we'll get all those details sorted out. Okay. Um with that in mind, Mr. Patchkey, take us to that sexy, sexy game screen. And uh sexy. Um I'm just going to David, because you're a guest GM, I'm going to take it upon myself the sacred duty of picking who will uh discuss their character first and meditating on it. I, I'm, I want to do something fresh, new, kind of sexy a little Different. bit. Hasn't been done before. Yeah, exactly. Something we've never done before. And since I said sexy, I mean, I have to go with Charles Bernard. To my memory, oh, you've never gone first before. You're a sweetheart. sexy. It's oh. true. For the very first time, I think I'm going to go first and introduce my character. Tonight, I will be embodying the soul of uh, Bob Gubbins. He's a troll sewer worker. Um, he's kind of toad-like, you know, squat, broad. Uh, wearing an unspeakably stained coveralls, uh, you know, a damp, unlit cigar in the mouth, you know, just a, a work control trying to get by. Um, yeah, that's my dude. Oh, and uh, I'm a proud union member, and I'm a member of uh, one of Bridge, uh, the Bridges' um, actually, like, more powerful unions. So, union strong. Hell Yes. Impressive. Um, I have one quick question for Bub. Mm -hmm. The three mushrooms that you have in your pack, are those for eating or are those for some other nefarious purpose? Definitely for eating. Um, yeah. I'm a man who loves a mushroom. All right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, well, right. <clears throat> if the Charles has gone, then maybe the Charles I have. Go. Yes, two Charles. Yes. <clears throat> oh, uh, by the way, John, uh, sorry, just one last thing. You'll enjoy this. Uh, those three three mushrooms I have are called Snap Crisp mushrooms. Or no, I'm sorry, Snap Stripe. Snap Stripe mus mushrooms. Which Man, sound I want to eat the mushrooms right now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, mushrooms are so good. Okay. Well, uh, <clears throat> so I will be playing Sherman Winterfed Longfellow Smithington Third. <laughs> I come from a long, prestigious line on this bridge, and I, my grandfather was much well-renowned. Uh, everyone respected him. My father was beloved by many, and I, <laughs> I, I would like to think I've done well with the name. I think I might have. I might have. It's the downward. Maybe. <laughs> My question for for you, Sherman, is uh, it's your Sherman first contains Fed Longfellow Smithington the third. <laughs> of course, as the disembodied voice of God, I pull a card to not have to say your name after the full. Yeah. <clears throat> Be it means you make an argument with a god. <laughs> um, your purse contains coins. But only from the local area. Which local area are those coins for? If you don't know, I'll pick one. 
I don't know, but can I say they're from the upper bridge, perhaps? I believe sure. that's where the nobility are from. Yep, let's do the upper bridge. <laughs> All right, hopefully you can find someone who accepts upper bridge currency. <clears throat> All right, I am a knob man, and I am definitely not hundreds of coblins in a trench coat. I just want to get that out of the way right now. Um, I, I, I like to think that I am just like every other citizen on this bridge, that I, you know, put my pants on 62 coblins at a time, just like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I have with me a pocket full of sand, so I'll do the shh, like the, the uh, Dale Gribble thing whenever he does that. Um <laughs> Uh, a flint knife and a pocket full of dried tinder moss. All right. And is your great coat like dull to fade into the background, or is it flamboyant to distract oh, from it's your incredibly flamboyant? Whoever put yeah, this thing it together is. had no <laughs> sense of color or pattern matching. Or all right, taste I rather like it. I'm kind of so wearing a disguise that distracts from who you are. Interesting mm -hmm. strategy. I'm sort of wondering right. if a good strategy might not be to have the fabric of your trench coat be hundreds of coblins. Just all holding hands. <laughs> That's just uh, the print. It looks like paisley from a distance, but the closer you get, it's just coblins. Coblins. I love yeah. that. Uh, Charles, what's your name again? Uh, Bub Gubbins. Bub. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we're friends, by the way. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm Noba, uh, or Noba. Uh, I am, I am a gruff folk. That means I'm a goat dude. Um, I am, I'm actually a little younger than uh, most gruff folk. My my size. I'm kind of a bigger bigger gruff folk. Um, I have a I have a nice white fur and a little white goatee that is immaculately. Uh, quaffed and uh, like waxed. Uh, the mustache goes like up and down. So I had a quad mustache. Um, <laughs> Nomba is a um, is not a nomad like the rest of his people. Uh, he is traveling but he is looking for a permanent home. Uh, to that end he has uh, taken to traveling with uh, Bub who probably started traveling with uh, Noba because Noba is a toad uh, herder. Uh, so he travels with his herd of massive psychotropic frogs. Uh, I feel a kinship with them. Yeah. The uh, the frog leather is great for making clothes. The frog meat is good eating. The frog mm -hmm. ichor is uh, both good for recreational use and medicinal use. Um, Noba is extremely protective of his frogs. And of his uh, his friend, uh, Bub, um, but yeah, he's uh, he's looking for a place to kind of open up a a uh, permanent inn, if you will, where he can tend to his frogs and take care of travelers. All right, and uh, my question for you is: What are the names of your two frogs? I have a herd, but I never. I always have at least two with me. Uh, my two main. So I have. So okay, hear me out. 
<laughs> this is Maybe usually the point where I start being an asshole to Ian, but hear me out. I have a herd of toads, right? But I have two main toads that are all my shepherding toads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one is uh one is grapple and the other is bapple. I was literally I was picturing like a, a just a stream of, of toads with like two big ass toads, like yeah, that's kind of what's up. In line. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, all, they're all big, but mm-hmm. like there's two like waist high toads, and the rest yeah. are like you know this big. Yeah, and, and you've taught your toads. You've taught your toads one trick that they know. What is that trick? Um, are you talking about all the toads or my two main toads? Your two main toads. I mean, I I taught them how to herd. That's okay. I, I so feel like have... I feel like asking anything more is a lot. That's actually so they heard the other herd toads is a good skill. You heard yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet, perfect. <laughs> oh, and they know their names. If that's okay. Okay, perfect. That works. Do you ever get them confused? Absolutely not. One is silver with gold stripes. The other is gold with silver stripes. Of course. Psychedelic. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I love, I love, John Baldusberger loves these toads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, let's see. I have a map. I don't think I can share with anybody. Uh, it's on the Kickstarter if anyone's curious, but... We are going to start in the great gap in the bottom right corner of the map. All right. I'm just going to pull that up. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Again. Hmm. Uh... <laughs> yeah, if you click on the map in the Kickstarter, it should give you a nice big version to look at. Um, I'm going to attempt. I don't know if this will work. Uh, Mr. Patchkey, I'm going to attempt to share my screen. And we'll see if that actually, like... Pulls it up uh, again. Pretty just fancy. Yeah, not a big deal. It doesn't work. But I love the map. That was one of the um, <clears throat> selling points for me. Was the map? Yeah. Uh, I chose the map the was wrong by um, Sam Mamelli, who is you... also known as Skullboy, and did a fantastic job on the map. It'll be printed as a huge A3 okay. poster. I think perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to just put that uh, in lieu of the slideshow? I think yeah, sure. put file. up that map for everyone to see because it's yeah. great. Give me oh. a moment. I'll get that added. Pashkey's our thanks, Mister Pashkey, for being so flexible. Hey, no great. Uh, I used to be the person who did this, and I was terrible. <laughs> you were not terrible, man. Oh, you did all good. the producing for. <clears throat> Well, and also before we did the show in video, you did the yeah, you used to audio splice editing. all the audio yeah. together, and yeah. Oh, during this little lull here, I'm going to do the next giveaway at 9:30 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, so in about uh, 40 minutes, and we'll do the very last one uh, at the end of announcements at the end of the show. So stick around, bring more people in. Uh, let's do this thing. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Giveaways are fun. Um, they are. Not just not just because you know it uh, like gets the word out. I just I like being able to give people stuff for free. It makes me happy in a very anarchistic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it was a gift economy that we lived in. Oh, hundred percent agree. Sorry, Dave. We're going. Charles and I are just going to communist out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
No worries. Resizing. Uh, so one of the themes of the bridge is that the communities live in a pastoral, friendly, local way. And then occasionally you'll bump into a gatehouse that is more uh, exploitative. And so the conflict between these somewhat healthy, small communities conflicting against big, powerful gatehouses that stop travelers and steal tolls. And, you know, there's a reason that you start in a union, for example. We have a pretty strong <laughs> leftist mindset behind a lot of the content in this game. Do we yeah, want... I, I loved that detail about yeah. my guy. Um, do we want the upper portion of the map shown or the lower portion of the map shown? The I lower. Believe the lower. All righty. <clears throat> yeah, you mentioned the uh, the great gap, so I think we're. Uh, if y'all make there? it all oh, the God. way across in two hours, I'll be surprised. Typical aristocrat <laughs> Pashku just wanted to show the upper level. I mean, it's the better. It's the better level. It's where all the good, the good things are. That are expire. Upspire for you 40k fans. <laughs> I believe oh, the map is on the screen now. If it's it not, is. then I'm an idiot. It is beautiful and sexy. Great job. Great job, Mitsuki. It looks Thank fantastic. You. All right. And, and okay, I just want to, are you using my screen share to do that? No, uh, the oh. the map was in the art assets that we had. So oh, it was awesome. in the slideshow. I will leave it up, I will leave it up for it. us, though. <laughs> But I will also minimize yeah, it. If so I need to not. refer to it because it's it's a good size map. So if you need my, me to zoom yeah. in on a certain certain portion of it, I can do that. Nice. I just need to know what you want. I like that you went 1920s gangster in the middle of that word. Briefly, <laughs> Soiton. Soiton. I did watch a long YouTube documentary about the Three Stooges. Oh, it's so, a yeah. grim tale, isn't it? It really is. Uh, like it really it, well it'll but... ruin your love of the Three Stooges if you learn about the the story. Uh, you know, let's play a game, okay? Yes, please, <laughs> please. I just want to be a happy goat man farming codes. <laughs> John, you can be a happy goat man, and I'll chase you along and go. Whoop, 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 whoop. I will fail immediately. You're a victim of circumstance, my. Uh, Y'all ready? I'll take it away. Let's yep. go. All right, sweet. So, uh, welcome to Bridgetown, y'all. The goal today is we're going to be doing a half play test, half exhibition of the campaign starter featured in the book. Cool. Uh, the adventure is called Stone Soup. And the sort of gimmick behind it is you all start with access to a large magical cauldron that can be used to cook a variety of strange and useful stews. Um, I have a bunch of stew recipes pulled up, but we can also invent new stew recipes pretty easily. Um, we're going to start in the Great Gap. And I guess my big question is, uh, Sherman, this was probably a, like a magical artifact that you inherited. Um, why do you let other folks carry your cauldron for you? Uh, <clears throat> see, it's an honest mistake. <laughs> I understood the voice of God uh, doesn't understand the the many people in the bridge. I, <laughs> I, I don't fault you, uh, <laughs> but it's beneath me to carry the cauldron. Mm. That's what I have these people for. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and um, Noba, Anab, and Bub, do you actually work for Sherman, or is this more of a strained friendship? Um, he thinks we work for him. Yeah. I think. I think. Um, I think that. Um, uh, allow me to suggest maybe Bub is working for some side coin. Uh, and Nobot is like, well, I'm friends with Bub, so I am I'm helping I'm helping out so I can hang out with Bub and keep doing my thing. You guys are getting paid. And um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh you said the P word in front of uh the <laughs> They, them, many. I don't want the accountant to have to figure out how much we have to divide. Do we? Do we know what that situation is? Yeah. Do we know, or am I? Am I speaking up turn? I apologize, Bridget. I didn't mean to. I I, well, no, I just. That. I'm getting paid in soup. I thought the soup was the whole point. I'm, Remember, it's like not. It's not just right any now. stew. It's magical stews of many kinds, which, right. like, I 100% believe that stew magic is real. 100%. Uh, um, having, uh, I, having recently uh, tried to convince my dad to give me a giant crock pot for cooking outside, like a cauldron, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, the last question we need to answer before we get started is... What recipe are you trying to cook? Um, you have three options. One is a recipe to destroy the cauldron itself because it's vaguely cursed and very dangerous. It's a family two, heirloom. I can't. Yeah. Two is a recipe to craft the perfect stew, which will be valuable. Um, and three is a recipe to craft a cure-all. Which which of those three would we want to brew? Uh, I mean, the the foodie in me wants perfect stew, but the the philanthropist in me wants to cure people. Yeah, I well, okay, look, perfect sure, stew. sure, you can do the perfect stew, but I already have these. I've have already had the perfect roasted frog legs. <laughs> True, like I had them we'll eat good. Years. Let's cure some people. But what do you we guys could think? sell the stew make money and that's better for the people because i'll have it <laughs> I, I refuse i refuse that's to put trickle down economics no i believe that if the wealthier i am the better off you all are uh uh can't we just my way Look, I can hold my big toe. It's to my waist by noon. So I, I really, I'm, I'm interested in this cure-all. Yes. Yeah. So I, I you're think outvoted. we've all voted for that, but I will yeah. continue okay. to insist. Unless Sherman yeah, thinks that we're doing the perfect stew. Oh yeah, gaslight <laughs> him and tell him that that it is the perfect stew. In a okay, way, gaslighting the rich is, is a good hobby. It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not even rich anymore. <laughs> so in order to brew the cure-all, right? That's what we decided? Yeah. Yep, that's what we decided. Oh, here we go. All right, so 
in order to cure it, we need, or in order to brew the perfect stew, we need five ingredients. Um, on the bridge, when we're using this magical cauldron, only certain things count as ingredients, and there are six different kinds of ingredients. So a focus of our game today is going to be gathering the ingredients we need and or bullshitting the GM to allow something to count as an ingredient. All right? That's their strategy I love it. today. <laughs> what John's good at. John handle that one, yeah. The five ingredients you need are a fresh ingredient, a magic ingredient, another fresh ingredient, another magic ingredient, and a secret ingredient. Ooh. All right? Mm. Oh, I know this. The secret ingredients always love, right? Right. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. This time. Well, you can't I, have eat magical, I have one magical ingredient we could put in already. Oh, really? Depends on, depends on how adventurous everybody's palate is. Because I do have a slime proof rat skin cap, which I'm assuming the slime proofing is magical because I've seen some slimy ass rats. Uh, unless it says it's an ingredient, like your neck brace counts as an ingredient. So a neck brace is an ingredient? Uh, you're playing as a fallen aristocrat, right? Yeah. Yeah, one of your possessions is a convoluted neck brace that counts as a sharp ingredient. Oh, I have uh, I have a fr I have fresh ingredient, my frogos. Yeah, well, I mean, do you want to sacrifice your frogos? I mean, I'm, raising, I'm raising the majority of the majority of my herd is like for sustenance and yeah. I don't know if the herd now, was. This has to be brood. one of grapple or Bapple. Oh, yeah, absolutely exactly. not. I, yeah. I will yeah, fight I didn't you. Think so. Um, I don't know how fresh these mushrooms are. I'm assuming they're not like just picked, although I suppose it's possible. Does okay. it say they count as a fresh ingredient? Nope. None uh, of my I stuff say, I say I say let's stop trying to take the easy right way out and like see what we already have and let's go get some new fresh ingredients, boys. Let's do it. <clears throat> All, right. All right, sweet. So we begin on the great gap. Um you have crossed over from another section of the bridge. Gaps are rare and can present kind of an existential crisis to folks who do live on the bridge because the bridge is all there is. If the bridge can collapse, their homes are in danger. Let's not think about it and pretend like it's not real. So the Great Gap is, is half myth, half taboo. Um, you are currently being carried across by two wisecracking gargoyles. Um, <laughs> They charged you a fee to cross the Great Gap, and you've been they've been carrying you for about an hour or two, enough that the far distant side has faded into the mist, and the other side of the Great Gap is just beginning to appear when their basket that these two gargoyles are carrying comes to a halt. And uh, they look down at you, and they explain that they're getting very, very tired, and... Uh, because of that damn cauldron, this is a lot heavier than they expected it to be. And they might need a little extra something something to finish carrying you across. Or they can drop you off right here in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I have something. Oh? Yeah, I have a... Uh, I have uh, endless and questionable gossip. 
Ooh. I have I have the tea. I have the cheese me. <laughs> uh, uh, gossip about what? I have gossip about uh, the Duke uh, Westerforth the nineteenth of Upper Bridge, and uh, his thirteen. You heard that right. Thirteen missing betrothed harem girls. Oh, do go on. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's not an outrageous number for 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 them, right? Like that's not that unheard of. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. All thirteen go missing. That seems a little sketch. And I've heard from Miss Miss uh, Pontenegro uh, over near the Craterton. I heard from her that they aren't missing, that they have been going through the bazaar in disguise. Now, uh, Alfred, you know Alfred from over in the squeeze? He thinks that they are in disguise to hide from the marriage and being harem, like who wants to be in a harem, right? However, however, Pinky, do y'all know Pinky? I know Pinky. Yeah, I know Pinky, Pinky over in the hides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't uh, know Pinky? We all, we all know Pinky. Everyone knows Pinky, yeah. Pinky says that he thinks that all of those girls are actually doing that for him. That they're like scoping out the scene. You know, that that makes a lot of sense. We carried a huge group of women across just a couple weeks ago. I think I think you're filling in a lot of gaps for us. I you know what? It wouldn't surprise me at all with the state of things, you know. <laughs> so if you're so well connected how come you can't afford a little extra fee to help us find the motivation to finish carrying you across connected me what are you talking about did you know pinky everyone of course knows pinky. everyone knows pinky I, everyone that's with knowing knows pinky yes you know pinky so that you must come on winter fed cough it up <laughs> 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 uh, I, I meant the. Let, let, let me see. Let me see what I can. My purse strings. I must just. You may have this. This one. The uh, the two um, oh, what did I say? They were gargoyles. The two gargoyles make a grab for the purse that's still like hang like hanging out of your shirt. Are you wow. going to let them have it, or are you going to no. fight against it? I slap their hands. Never stop that. It's mine. Right. I offered you one. I, I, I let's one uh, let's see who who emerges victorious in this case. So you're going to roll two six sided dice and add your base skill and any advanced skills. You Son might of have. a bitch. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, base skill. Um. After. Oh my god. So sorry, guys. Where did that dice go? Why do I have to sit in a giant chair? <laughs> um, David, uh, uh, while they're doing that, I would like to make uh, I would like to make an etiquette check to argue that uh, it is against protocol and etiquette to change the terms of agreement uh, partially partially uh, part of the way through the uh, task. Hmm. So I think you are dangling a 
giant question mark number of feet above what is an endless abyss being held by two untrustworthy gremlins or uh, gargoyles. Yeah. Do you want to wait until they drop you off to air your grievances or do you look forward to engaging them right now? I am (laughs) trying to convince them to take us to the other side to uh, right now because I fear that they're just going to drop us if we don't come to some sort of agreement. Mm. If they manage to steal Sherman Wellfed's purse, I think they'll be good. They'll be safe. Okay, I will. I will wait to see how that ends. Then, <laughs> yeah, let Winterfed fight for his purse. I am fighting. Stop. Fine. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. One more. One more coin. That's what you get? It's two. Well, what, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a two and a. Where'd my other die go? I at least rolled a two. We're professional game players. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to take my roll, Pashki? Because I just rolled for funsies, I guess. I mean, I rolled another die, even though the first one was better. Uh, so I have a two and a two, and my base skill. Uh, what base skill? Like, just skill? Yeah, skill. Yep. Uh-huh. Five. So I've got nine. Okay. Am I, am I doing this right? And Is this how we play game? Yep, that's how you do it. Yep. Um, if you have an advanced skill that would benefit you in this situation, like slapping or greed or <laughs> confusion, you could use that skill. But unfortunately, balance because they're holding me and stay stay up. Yeah, I count that as balance. So, yeah. so add a one to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and the gargoyles rolled a nine, so you actually succeeded and overcame their value. <laughs> All right. So they snag the one coin you offered. You managed to snatch your purse and keep it below. And they hear your second offer of one more when we reach the other side. And they agree. Okay. Um, and they go back to carrying you across. Uh, eventually, a f- another hour or two goes by, and you see the next side of the bridge coming into view. Let me pull it up online. All right. So yeah, like I said, this area of the bridge is not well-traveled. Folks tend to avoid it because it is taboo and represents a scary reality. Um, The only creature waiting for you is a huge elderly troll who's got moss growing on him. He's kind of hunched over, and it looks like he was carved from the stone right on the edge of the bridge. And he's just kind of waiting and sitting um, for the gargoyles to bring you across uh i'll talk to gargoyles drop you off and they reach out their hand for that second coin i you know i don't care for how you went for my best i want you to know that take it (laughs) i'm salty they snatch the coin grumble to themselves and uh go about like unloading the rest of the goods that were on the uh, the basket and getting it ready for the next journey. And uh, as you are walking away from your departure point, the old troll sort of waves you over. Like I'll go talk high. to him first. Um, okay. Be, being a fellow troll. So I, I amble up to him in a trollish fashion, you know, it's how we troll. And uh, yeah, um, I hail him in troll speak and and ask him if uh, you said that he looked like mossy. Did you say? 
It looks like a moss-covered stone. It looks like he was okay. carved out of the bridge itself. Can we hear the I'm hail and troll speak? Well, I w what I'd like to do is ask him via hail that, um, yeah, like I'm going to ask him if he'd like me to clean any of that moss off of him. It's like kind of a specialty of mine is cleaning things. Mm. Um, you see a very slow nod. Okay, excellent. I kind of give him a companionable pat on the big ass stone looking toe. And uh, let's see if I can't get him clean. I'm going to do, uh, what, 2d6 plus skill plus sanitation as special skill. Is that mm -hmm. what the check would be for that? So if you're competing against somebody, you both roll dice and see who gets the highest. If you're uh -huh. just doing something on your own, you roll underneath your skill. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So it's minus three for the sanitation special skill? Uh, it's going to be your skill plus your sanitation skill, and you're trying to okay. roll underneath that. Three and three, and I am exactly at skill. Perfect. That still counts okay. as a success. All right. So, yeah, I'm uh, singing while I do it, you know, scrub, scrub here, scrub, scrub there, whether you're tin <laughs> or bronze. So, All right. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say that the moss that you scrub off of him counts as a fresh ingredient. Hell yeah. For sure. One down. Um, after you finish scrubbing him, he <clears throat> he moves a little bit faster than he did before, although much slower than any troll you've ever seen. Um, and he, he leans down all the way, like bending all the way over, and whispers something in your ear. <clears throat> Keep that cauldron away from the fog. And then he mm. kind of slowly straightens back up. I thank him very, very much for the uh, information and share it with my uh, comrades. We will we will need to avoid the bog uh, with the cauldron. Take oh, the fog. From... Oh, the fog. Okay, yeah. We'll need to avoid the fog <laughs> with the... Uh... I'm glad, I'm glad that, that that was clarified. Yeah. Although sometimes the two go together but um yeah we need to avoid the fog with this thing because uh i i love to take advice from my elders and uh that looks like a very venerable troll i do love that you made the bog sound foreboding but then the fog was like oh it's just the fog okay great yeah, the fog, yeah. Look, fogs are dangerous you don't want to get involved with that you don't even want a cauldron near it fog on the other yep. hand oh it's so cute Right. I mean, yeah. usually it's like fogs coming out of the cauldron. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, the, uh, while this exchange is happening, uh, I mm -hmm. am enlisting uh, a knob to uh, help me gather all of my uh, all of my frog frogs and make sure everything's accounted for. Uh, I've I kind of, for some reason, decided that a knob make sure is your frogs. Don't eat any of those goblins, dude. They. Uh, what goblins? There's no goblins here. <laughs> no yeah, goblin. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, part of part of uh, part of uh, Nomba's uh, motivation is trying to find a uh, apprentice to teach the ways, and he has, for better or worse, decided that Nomba's probably a pretty good apprentice, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, it's important to note for the record here that the way a knob moves is kind of like one of those like. Um, sock guys in front of a car dealership <laughs> so <laughs> depending on your frog's temperament you know <laughs> I, I i don't know how this is gonna go 
Grapple, grapple, and Dapple are very even tempered. Uh, the the various other frogs, not so much. Grapple and Bapple are such great names for frogs. I, yeah, especially for like yeah. big old big old toads. And really, they named themselves, you know, Rapple. Yep, hundred percent. Um, do you have Grapple and Bapple carrying the cauldron, or does one of y'all carry? They're not. They're not. They're not beasts of labor. They're hurting toads. How, how big is my cauldron? Which which is my. So the cauldron is is big enough that it two people can comfortably carry it, or one person can awkwardly carry it. Okay. Um, I'll awkwardly carry it <laughs> once, once I'm done talking to the troll. I, that way, I'll feel useful. So, I'll be awkwardly carrying it from now on. Okay, we'll keep that in mind. All right. I'm just awkward in general. <laughs> Not as awkward um, as uh, mixed ho hockey puck over here, or whatever it is, <laughs> air hockey thing. Do we want to explore this area some more and look for more ingredients here, or do we want to move on to the next section? I mean, let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, no, hold on. No. Hold on. Hold on. Um. That moss that uh that uh Bub gathered. Mm -hmm. Like that would be a great fresh ingredient. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. Oh yep. sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no problem. I, I actually the, the troll said it to me and then I repeated it to you guys so I can see how it got lost in translation. Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. how moss would be a good ingredient in the perfect stew. Oh man, I've actually had some like not moss but seaweed soup that's Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say yeah. that that bangs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well then we will continue yeah, on we'll to the going. wild bridge. Um let me roll to see what the weather's like when we get there. Uh no please don't be in the nineties. No I'm dying no here. <laughs> Bridgetown has a huge weather table with thirty-six different possibilities. So That's really where crazy. I live has. <laughs> all right oh perfect this is just what i wanted to happen i hate when dm say that i know right and then let me roll to see what the wild bridge is looking like today the book itself is structured kind of similar to bones deep where it has locations and then each location has subtables to further customize it so you can revisit it and it'll be a little different each time for those right. at home who've never played it bones deep has some of my favorite character classes in any game i've ever played it's like which type of skeleton you get to be and oh, it's uh, very yeah. good very fun <laughs> sorry bones deep is dead bridgetown is all we care about now no oh, more no. bones deep <laughs> Forget about it. It was I garbage. It's it. in the past. I'm confident I can get eels inside of me by the end of this game, too. <laughs> <laughs> One way or another. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ooh. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think about how to combine the weather with what I rolled for the uh, the results. 
Did you want to do a quick giveaway before we start the next scene? Um, I don't know. Hey, audience, do you think we should do a quick giveaway? <laughs> they, it takes them a couple of seconds to answer. Oh, uh, oh Flaming Hot Cheeto says yes, <laughs> emphatically. Uh, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and do the next giveaway, y'all. Those are damn uh, good Cheetos, by the way, too. Oh man, <laughs> I am so excited. All right, we are rolling in three, two, two one. one. Flaming hot Cheeto, you knew you cheated. <laughs> you knew you were going to win. That's why you wanted us to roll immediately. Congratulations. I will not have you slander the fine name of Flaming Hot Cheeto on this show, sir. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, you Cheeto, win, you win a you copy down. of Bones Deep and Bridgetown. Um, I don't know if I can send DMs over Twitch. I need to figure that out. Um, you know what? I know. That sounds like an issue that John can handle all on his own. That's true. <laughs> that is probably true. <laughs> Except I can't because I'm making you do it. <laughs> yeah, have them, uh, uh, yeah, have them DM yeah, the show. That works. Yeah. If you win yeah. tonight, go ahead and send us a DM on Twitter at Juan Moncast. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. However, yeah. Oh, okay. We have a shared channel. Send them a Cheetogram. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If there was such a thing, I'd probably be on it. Same. Hard same. Okay. All right. We got that covered. Okay. Bridge is going to do it. Our next giveaway will be in a little over one hour at the very end of the show. So. Stay tuned for your own chance to win a copy of Bones Deep and Bridgetown. Every time we say stay tuned, it makes me feel like I've traveled back in time about 30 years. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say, after these messages, we'll be right, right back. back. <laughs> yeah. now, brought to you in part by viewers like you. Yeah. Like you. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, we enter the wild bridge. Um, this is a general term for any span of the bridge that doesn't have a town or community. There's no civilization. There can be um, wild creatures, strange environments. Uh, anything can happen in the wild bridge. Uh, and then in this case, the morning fog is a little bit heavy. There's a difference between the fog that we're familiar with, and it also appears on the bridge, and the fog, capital F, which is what the bridge rises above, and the air gets thicker and thicker until it congeals into this almost water-like soupy substance that bridgers call the under fog. So I'm just talking about normal foggy day, sort of early in the morning vibes. Um, you so what see... I'm getting from that is that the advice would be to not fling the cauldron off the side of the bridge or fire it with a rocket high, high, high into the air. See, if you threw the cauldron off the bridge, that would actually wrap this up and I could go to bed. So <laughs> <laughs> uh... it's the emergency cauldron yeet. That's right. 
it's the nuclear option. Well, if we don't, hit it by if we're time, reaching the top of the hour, he's yeah, going to exactly. make you trip and just drop it over the side of the bridge. <laughs> and I am carrying it, so it's it's up to me. I'm Frodo on this mo fucker. So um, can I be Sam? Yes. <laughs> so oh, it's going to get along, up <laughs> Ahead in the distance, you see uh, the wavering of lights shining through the fog. Maybe three or four torches. And uh, a bunch of dark shapes, like there's a crowd of people heading towards you. Maybe 10 people, maybe less. Um, and they're about a half a mile ahead of you. And you can only see their shapes in the distance. How do you want to approach this situation? Do we want to prepare anything, turn around? What are we thinking? Mm. Is this the welcoming party again? Yeah, because they knew I was coming. <laughs> Grace the people. Yeah, let's send uh, Winterfed to go um, yeah. greet them. I'll stand back here and watch. I'll hold the cauldron. Okay. Allow me to ready my myself. Um, Sherman, if there was one nobleman you did not want to bump into on the bridge, who would it be? <laughs> oh my, my cousin, obviously. Uh, the lower bridge. Smithingtons, uh, they, they at one point were viewed as the lesser of the Smithingtons, but due to marriages and them being able to secure certain contracts to great goods, they seem to have surpassed my my line. And mm. I just, I, it's awkward every time we go for Festivus and we're around the Festivus pole, and the, his father always has to air the same grievance about my father. <laughs> and I just, I don't want him. Okay. So is uh, it in summer hungry winter or whatever it is? <laughs> summer hungry Smithington. Um as you approach, Sherman uh takes the lead and steps in front, preparing his uh royal greeting. The forms uh, like become clear and you can see that they're soldiers. Um, wearing the regalia of the Smithington clan, of course. Uh, and walking in the center of this group, there are two large burly soldiers carrying like a throne between them. And lounging on this throne is the youngest daughter of the Smithington family. Uh, she was born after you left your family. So she's, she may not recognize you, this is your sort of you have the chance to engage or not as you as you wish. Wait, it's wait. Cynthia Smithington, by the way. Uh Cynthia Smithington. Uh we need ingredients. I just I don't want to. This is going to be so awkward. I just we <laughs> we need to make the perfect stew. I have to do this. Okay, Sherman, you've got Time this. To shine. Got this. <laughs> Hello, cousin. It's a pleasure to see you again. Ah, uh, has it been that long? Um, the soldiers kind of shove you out of the way, and she does not acknowledge you. They do not stop, and they continue to go. Well, that could have gone worse. They didn't push me into the mud. Uh, clothing is still intact. Oh, not a <laughs> Not have noticed me at all. Um, 
just reconnoitered uh, with my group. Uh, I, I don't like, know I them. I like how you bright in that. That was good. <laughs> I don't know them at all. Uh, let's just move on, chaps. Um, after the Cynthia Smithington and her soldiers have passed by you, they're just getting out of earshot when you hear a scream. Uh, there's oh, no. the, the sound of metal being drawn from scabbards. The soldiers begin to shout about formations. And Cynthia begins to cry, help, help, in the most annoying way. Um, <laughs> typical. She has a mother's voice. It's just... <laughs> I father told her father not to do it, but he did. Uh, I think uh, we probably dropped off around the time that the palanquin with the lower um, Smithington uh, was beset by some mysterious peril, and we had agreed to go investigate yes. and or help. Yep, I agree. All cool. right. All right. So you hear Cynthia scream in that annoying way. You steal yourselves and prepare to aid her and her troops. Um, when you turn around, like I said, they're far enough away that their bodies have begun to fade back into the fog, and the fog is way thicker behind you than it is in front of you. Um, and as you look to the sides of the bridge, the bridge is only about um, maybe 100 feet wide, about as wide as a four-lane road. So as you look on the sides of the bridge, you see something creeping up along the edges and flowing over into the center, converging on this group of soldiers and poor, poor Cynthia in the middle. Um, and the soldiers are flailing. They're like slashing with their weapons. Sometimes they hit each other instead of hitting a target. And, Always uh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just massive confusion. How do y'all want to approach this? Are we jumping right in? Are we going to wait for a second and see what happens? What are we thinking? Uh, I mean, I don't have in. anything that's not going to go right through the mist if they're already slashing at it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I'm going to hang back here with the cauldron. Why don't you guys go take care of it? Oh, I also don't like the fog being near the cauldron. It's my famous cauldron, I think. I should stay with, with the cauldron. Fair though. enough. All right. You take the cauldron. I'll go into combat. Oh, well, that worked. Um, yep. Shit. As long as it's not near the fog or whatever. Now I don't um, know what to do with myself. The, the cauldron first. Well, uh, put the cauldron upside down and sit on it. I let out a piercing whistle, and uh, my my frogos uh, and grapple, hop around, and get all the frogs kind of back into a, a huddled uh, defensive mass. Um, as I pull my belt off uh, and uh, reveal it to be a sling, I reach Ooh. down and pick up a, uh, a a loose pebble from the bridge and say, well, it's better to be a, a warrior in the garden than a gardener in the war, I suppose. Good saying. Well said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and you are going to launch a stone into the into the fog. Uh, no, I'm just kind of getting it like, like warmed up so that when I am ready to let fly, it is also ready to fly. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. the soldiers 
as they're they're fighting and flailing against whatever is attacking them, the fog begins to rotate like a very slow tornado. And it's like starting to whip all the soldiers and like loose debris and the palanquin in the center with Cynthia clinging to the to the throne. Uh, and it's it's like a slow motion tornado or like a pudding like whipping them all up into a frenzy and a, like a low roar begins to emanate from the center of this thing. Okay. Who's got something useful? Um, I mean, I, I don't want to sneak attack a tornado. That's just, it's a personal policy I have. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how we can attack a tornado, frankly, but uh, uh, insubstantial monsters are difficult i don't think it's substantial i think it's hiding in the wind mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right well let's go test that theory <laughs> how are you going to test that theory? find out shortly my friends <laughs> let's keep going uh we are preparing for battle against a fucking tornado hey maybe maybe ops is kicking us off because you're being unfair david did you That's think of that? Oh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah do you know what the cool thing is though free will is a mechanic and you can just not fight the tornado if you don't want That's to. what i was gonna say we could just get the fuck out of here um now i don't know if i don't know if gnomba can just leave someone to be attacked by a tornado well, I mean, it's a matter. Okay, well, we'll try it. We'll see how this goes. We, but we have a okay. saying where I'm from, which is, "You can't fight a tornado." <laughs> That's a pretty. Actually, you know what, Bridget? I'm from Texas, and we also have a saying: "You can definitely fight that tornado." <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did that thing say to me? Fire your gun directly. Into oh no, the my bush fight. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, we're sherman, is hanging, <laughs> sherman is hanging back sitting on his cauldron and yeah, bub knob and noba are going to charge in just hell back for leather right into the, yeah. the vortex we're doing the okay. thing great i um, also one time fought the ocean with a sword i it was not very <laughs> were you working for Caligula at the time yes so I'm going to say that uh, as you're charging in towards uh, this weird, torn, like slow motion tornado pudding fog, um, Bub, you have a lot of experience with croaking language, and your ears are like accustomed to that sort of loud rushing sound. This sounds more like a croaking spell than like a weather phenomenon. Mm, um, okay. All you right. feel almost familiar as you're charging into this place. Okay. So who do we have who's like some kind of magic user? Because I don't think I have anything for that. Feels familiar. Troll that works in the sewer. Rushing, croaking, magic. I mean... I don't know. I'm not smart enough to figure this out. You guys help me. Um, I don't have any magic, but I uh, I can yell at frogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he said croaking magic, so yeah. Uh, have the frogs cast a spell? Wait, I mean, you you can make them heard, right? 
yeah. Make them herd the tornado. Make them herd it right the fuck away from us. You know what? Um, <laughs> I I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. You can't uh, find I, a tornado, but you can herd it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Noba. Noba turns to uh grapple and Bapple and makes the the hand signals saying like, "Hey, uh, that thing's not where it should be. Uh, you should fix that." I okay. like to imagine that you have a frog whistle for when they're far away that just makes a bubbling noise. <laughs> they're never far away. No, no, it's like a, it's like German commands. It's what he, he says. Like he gives German commands. That's my guess. <laughs> uh, all right. So I just goat yell. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So there's two ways. Were you not prepared for me to try to herd the tornado? No, I was exactly (laughs) prepared. It's more of a question of how will you react when this starts to happen. So that's fair. You you tell the you tell Grapple and Bapple to herd the tornado. Yeah. Uh, They both turn their big frog eyes up to that spinning tornado, and there's a bit of a pause. (laughs) And there's there's an infinite wisdom that animals have especially herding animals anybody Mm. who owns a dog knows that they have a special wisdom that manifests in rare and beautiful ways and in this moment the two frogs turn around they grab the cauldron and they begin to drag it towards the tornado (laughs) now are y'all going to stop this from happening or help absolutely not I trust my frogs. Yeah, is that possible? I mean, tornado's a special ingredient. It goes against what the troll told me, but you know what? Um, we need magical ingredients. Yeah, we do. That's right. Oh yeah, we could add that yeah. as an ingredient. Yeah. Okay. All trust right. my frogs completely. Let them go for it. <laughs> I I am a very gullible man. Let grapple and babble lead the way. Okay. So grapple and oh, you're muted, Sherman, or um. Mr. Yes, yes, that no, no, don't let why are your frogs taking my cauldron? What <laughs> what is this buffoonery? I, I put, yep, I put my right hands back. on your shoulder, look deep into your eye with my weird goat eye. <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> I believe languages is one of my skills, so I think I might actually be able to talk to you in goat. Oh what what I say with my weird goat yell is you have to trust the frogs. All right, so you hear back, which is, I don't know about that. Uh, It's just barely gotten to know them, and plus the family cauldron, and I just, can I trust you? Can can I trust you? What is shh and goat? So grapple and battle drag. They drag the cauldron over, and the the tornado begins to like tilt into it, almost like it's being like sucked up into it. Um, this tornado is so strong, though, that grapple, babble, and the cauldron are instead being drawn up into the tornado. No, we I got think they're going to need they're going to need some help to keep okay. it. I, my yeah, I was going to say no, no hesitation. I can just fill it with cobblins. 
<laughs> I wouldn't because those this might count as a actually those might count as an ingredient of some kind. They're fresh. I can't I, I don't want to be shorter. You can't take two my goblins. You just told me not to feed the goblins to my frogs. You just said that. <laughs> well, I'm flexible. This is a tornado. It's not a frog. Why is John the one arguing against cannibalism this time? I know, the world is insane. <laughs> um, do y'all have? Why don't y'all make some? Either test your luck or test your skill, whichever one. Um, let me see what we got. Um, uh, can I use animal handling? Yes, to help your frogs. Or try yeah. and, uh, yeah. Go at or under, right? Yep. See that okay. Is, uh, six. Oh, and I'm right at it with my luck at a nine, and so is my roll. Perfect. That's successful. Reduce your luck by one. Okay. All right. Uh, I am also uh, right on. Perfect. Oh, All right. Thank God my luck and, is high. Uh, a knob. All right, let's see. Seven. Which okay. is yeah, I'm good. I'd just All like right. to say Sweet. that uh tonight Bridget is a knob. I am <laughs> <Her> <laughs> British tonight I am viewers, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I thought I thought you for our Bridget viewers for a second. Yeah, for 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 is, our Bridget viewers too. Is Sherman going to try and grab his cauldron back, aiding to the activity, or <laughs> or not? Uh, yeah, I, I would I would fight for the for the cauldron, but I don't know how useful it's going to yeah, be. Put your scrawny ass body mass where your mouth is, dude. All right, all right, I, I, <laughs> he's well fed. He's well. Give me fed. a second. I'm he's, going he's analog winter here. Fed, yeah. <laughs> all right, so that would be skill, right? Uh, so or luck. Or luck. Uh, let's not go with luck. My character, I think, given his backstory, is clearly not lucky. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is a 13. Okay. That is insanely high. You want to roll yeah. underneath <laughs> your skill. Hey, I'm telling you that I rolled a 5 and a 3. Um, <laughs> and uh, my skill was 5. So okay. e either so way, the failed. one guy... That's fair. All right. Um, which item do you lose to the whirlwind in this struggle, Sherman? Uh, let's see here. I'm looking over my list, adjusting my paper for the lighting so I can actually read it. Your silken pantaloons, perhaps? Can I lose my, my knapsack or my rucksack? Sure. Well, it has everything in it. I oh, no, 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 not. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, Yeah, that was a. Like it would just thing. suck the rucksack away and leave all your stuff on the ground. I'm gonna lose my flint knife. <laughs> your flint oh, knife. Good choice. All right. cool. Yeah. All right. You got plenty of those. So you are holding on. All four of you are holding on to the cauldron, and along with Grapple and Bapple, keeping it anchored to the ground and keeping it angled up. So the tornado sort of recenters over the cauldron and gets sucked into it, um, along with all the soldiers. As uh, Cynthia is being like drawn into the cauldron and the last remnants of the tornado, do you want to try and grab Cynthia out of the tornado, or will you allow her to be absorbed as well? I mean, I know her father's well off, so we should we should grab her. Okay. All right, um, who's gonna do that? 
I'm what's... protecting Grapple and Bapple right now. Yeah, we shouldn't um, meta game, but uh, no, yeah, um, big pack of goblins, you do it. Yeah, I'm going to, and I have a stretch um, ability, so I think I can. Oh, cool! <laughs> Naturally, you do. You guys could probably go like arm to arm to arm to arm like to arm to arm and be like five miles long. That's how fire ants do. Let's do mm -hmm. it. I stepped into a whole goddamn hill of those things when I was a kid once. That's just called being a kid in the Southwest, bro. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it really sucked. My stretch was successful. Ooh. All right. Your hamstrings feel great. I am. Feel incredible. Um, Your hammies are good. So the cauldron absorbs the tornado, all the soldiers, and almost absorbs Cynthia when uh, Anab reaches in with a <laughs> really long <laughs> pair of arms, yeah. latches on, and pulls Cynthia out of the maelstrom, and then there's like a, a final whooshing noise as the tornado is sucked into the cauldron. There's like a burping sound and a small like pearl of condensed fog rolls out of the cauldron and stops in the middle of the bridge. And that hmm. counts as a magic ingredient. Are the soldiers a fresh ingredient? The soldiers are, have become part of the condensed fog. Okay. They were... Uh, Sacrifice to fuel the magic. It's like condensed milk, really. Oh, yeah. Condensed fog. Yeah. Um, okay, Cynthia cool. is most upset. She is confused, insulted, uh, but mostly upset. And she blames whoever is nearest, which of course happens to be a knob. Mm -hmm. um, he sort of stands up to her full four foot three height. She is. Uh, a very loud 17-year-old. She sort of stands up to her full height and begins to lecture you on the propriety of touching a noblewoman, the, uh, like, what your robe should be, all the etiquette that you're breaking. And then she turns around in a huff and crosses her arms and says, you may escort me back to my father now. Yeah, we may. No, I think she's talking to me. I think this is like a date now. Oh. <laughs> uh, you're dating yeah, my right. cousin? Yeah. And you're dating my cousin? Yes. And you're dating my cousin? Yes. And you're dating my cousin? <laughs> yes. That goes on for uh, an hour. Hold on, hold on. Smash cut. Text four hours later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you, you are also dating my cousin. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot to take in. <laughs> All the rest of us are just sitting around like enjoying a nice cup of tea <laughs> while this happens. She says, my father recently took over Sourstone Kingdom and he'll be most upset by this treatment. Wait, if he's going to be upset, then why do we want to help her get home? Well, she's just, just arguing against her own interests here. It's it is the polite thing. thing to do, Bob. Yeah, we should. Let's do it. Uh, if everybody else is cool with it. It's your cousin. It's looking like uh, there's going to be some candy in there, so I'm into it. I mean, Sourstone does sound And it's delicious. your girlfriend. And it's my girlfriend. But, yeah. you know, and it's your new girlfriend. Priorities. Yeah, okay, cool. And it's your yeah, new bad. girlfriend. It's your new girlfriend. It's your... <laughs> Sorry. No, Four hours later. <laughs> At least one more of those. 
Yeah. She uh, she pulls out a a special coin, a, a gilder. It's about this big. She says, "This contains the secret passphrase and the uh, guild connections that will let you pass safely through our lands." Uh, and Ooh. this gilder counts as your secret ingredient. There nice. we go. We're getting oh, closer. Yeah. How many do we have left? Something new? You're missing one magic and one fresh. One magic, one fresh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. And uh, with that, she like sits inside the cauldron when, in lieu of a throne, and she waits to be carried back the other way. I mean, I'm she's inside the cauldron now. Yeah, is she a fresh ingredient? She's fresh. <laughs> she's gotten only, fresh with, with she the yeah, hitting on you. fresh. <laughs> Dad jokes. We're just really trying to shoehorn cannibalism into this. Yeah, it's we're great. gonna get it in there somehow. It's... Cannibalism was, or was, or shipping. One of the two, was, yeah. or both. Begging yeah. you yeah. fuckers last week in my drunken <laughs> stupor to include some cannibalism. Come on, yes. <laughs> True. Mm. All right. So who's gonna help um, Bub carry the call? Yeah, I, I, I can't carry it, Andrew. Noba, Noba will help. Okay, cool. All right. But he's right. he's giving each of he's giving Bapple and Grapple like special treaties. Aww. Like, right. What are their special, special treaties? What are their special um, treaties, Sherman? Um, are you going to try and reintroduce yourself, or are you just going to pretend to be? Uh, a member yeah. of this group. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sherman. Sherman would approach his cousin. Be, oh, well, I, obviously, you didn't see me earlier when when you, you were walking by. It worked out for both of us, I'd say. I am your cousin. I remember that time I got you that wooden puzzle warm box. handshake at Festivus. <laughs> remember? Remember that time I got you that warm handshake. Um. She kind of looks at you and gets like a confused sort of glazed look in her eye. She's like, mm, you're too dirty to be my cousin. Well, my side of the family may have fallen under the, some poor decisions, uh, mostly on the, someone else's fault other than mine. Not my fault. Never. Are I... you one of the winter feds? Yes. Yes, of course oh. I am. Right. You owe us. Or we own you, one of the two, whichever, however you want to think about it. I mean, I saved your life, so whatever debt that may have been accrued by my father, it clearly would have just been paid. (laughs) Uh, As a vassal of our family, you are merely doing your duty. I don't know if I'm so much a vassal, but Let's let maybe your father will help sort this out. I know we're trying oh. to do a pacifist run, but I'm tempted to hit this NPC with my dirty sewer shovel. <laughs> no, uh, is... I, I'm going to remind you, I'm doing a pacifist run. That doesn't right. affect anybody else. <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea to assault royalty in their own kingdom. Well, let me Not rephrase. In kingdom. Charles thinks it's a great idea, but um, <laughs> but yeah, Bob's a, a peaceful, you know, union dues paying, work within the system type of fella. So we should probably see if we can escort Princess Bubblegum home. All right, mm-hmm. uh, Princess or uh, Lady Cynthia 
sort of refuses to speak and doesn't want to exert herself any more than she already has on this unfortunate endeavor and sort of takes a little nap inside the cauldron. And the rest of you make your way down to, we're going to pass through the disappeared gates. Mm. So let me see what that is. And I'll roll for the weather as well. Oh no! I dropped the dice. We are doing a bad job with rolling today. I've noticed. <laughs> I it's... had that happen so many times. I set up a special little dice arena so that they can't go anywhere. Oh, yeah. I uh, uh, just in case anyone you know is taking notes, John would really like to get a dice tower. Hmm. They have some nice ones out there. No. Yeah, they do. Um, and unfortunately, all the fancy dice for the Bridgetown Kickstarter are already claimed. So you are a son of a bitch. I know. I love you, David. Sorry. They were beautiful. They were beautiful. <laughs> what about the beard balm? Is that still available? Uh, it will be available within the next week or two. You can order it directly from Plus One EXP. I'm going to get yes. a bunch for myself. Yeah. I plan on giving it a try. I'm. I like beard balm. Beard yeah. balm's great. Any hoozles. Uh, yep. All right, so as you are walking through the disappeared gates, this used to be a huge intimidating gatehouse that harassed travelers, collected tolls, especially they would toll people coming across the Great Gap. So lots of foreign folks would get like taxed heavily and taken advantage of. And then one day the fog rolled over, it rolled up from underneath the bridge it rolled over the gatehouse and nothing was left. Just the whole thing disappeared in about a couple hours. Um, the fog's on our side. They happen to be in the wrong side of the fog is the better way to think yeah. about it. Um, and in this instance, the fog has reduced. The maelstrom that you captured earlier was a huge collection of fog. And so now the whole thing has kind of risen down. And this is just clear free passage. Um, the only thing in the area with you is you see the shadows of a few carrier pelicans passing overhead. Their beaks are artificially elongated. They've been bred to carry packages to and fro from the bridge in their giant like gullets. Um, that's fun. A flock of maybe 20 or 30 fly over you, and then one is trailing in the back. And it's kind of like wobbly a little bit. It's carrying a huge box that it can barely fit. And it kind of like gets closer and closer to you. And you realize this thing is going to crash down on top of y'all. What do we want to do? Um, I, don't, I doubt we can catch it. Let's get yeah. the hell out of the way. We could try and catch it in the cauldron, maybe. Or is it bigger than oh, the cauldron? Oh, hey! Well, there's that uh, Aristo in there. <laughs> well, she so doesn't it have to crash <laughs> directly into her. <laughs> yeah, I guess we could like rudely spill her out and try and catch it there, but what does it count as? It, is it magical? or? Mm. You don't know what the carrier pelican has in its beak, so it's hard to say. Yeah, let's let it crash first before we see what's what's up. And maybe we can help uh, bandage it up afterward, depending on right. how bad this is going to be. Yeah. Okay. 
the uh, the pelican sort of swoops down at a far steeper angle than it should. Uh, it hits the ground and kind of like bounces up. It flaps its wings and its legs are pinwheeling, and it sort of comes to an exhausted halt. It vomits up the big box that it was carrying and kind of like flops over, breathing heavily, trying to recover. Oh, good lord. Does anyone have like uh, a bottle of water or anything? <laughs> I have a pocket full of sand, if that would help. Oh, uh, you all provisions. have some provisions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go over and, and feed it um, a couple of provisions and see if it's okay. Okay. Um, it eagerly accepts your provisions, which in this case is dried fish, which is an excellent coincidence. Perfect. <laughs> you give it some water from your pack, um, and after maybe like an hour, the the bird recovers and is breathing more more evenly and more smoothly. Um, it waddles over to the big trunk, and the the trunk has like this seal around it. You know, that has the uh, the company that owns this pelican. It has their stamp on it that says, you know, sealed and contained. Uh, using the practiced familiarity with someone who does this a lot, Pelican rips off the seal, opens up the box, dumps out half the contents until it's a lot lighter, and then seals <laughs> it back up, swallows it, and and flies away. I don't blame uh, him one bit. <laughs> <laughs> the things that were dumped out, let me roll for some of these. Um, I can't wait. These are a four so the it's a a bunch of small wooden not wooden because there's not a ton of wood a bunch of small stone boxes and each one is labeled with like a lot of detail and it looks like an incredibly detailed rock collection and each rock has its own little stone box with labeling and notes on it uh, yeah. and all the boxes are sealed so there's three different boxes that were poured out by the pelican. Let me see what kind of stones we have. One is a carbuncle. One is a toadstone. And the last one is a sour stone. Um, right. I think it's obvious who gets the toadstone. <laughs> yeah, as much as I want it, I think it's probably yours, bud. <laughs> no, no way, man! Like uh, that—that's all you. You're you're Cody, right? Oh, yeah, but but I don't like you know keep rep uh, amphibians, you know. Whereas yeah. okay. are toads amphibians? I think they are. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's all yours, man. Okay. I'm. I'm um, the toadstone is a glassy green pebble that can be used in various medicinal slash poisonous concoctions, depending on the target. Hey, that's the thing I do. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Mix I'll a little of that in with your psychedelic frog juice, hit the festival right. circuit, we'll be raking it in. Um, who reaches for the carbuncle? Oh, hell, no. I'll do it. My my knowledge of Final Fantasy uh, tactics means that that is a uh, area heal it takes, I want to say, three turns to, to hit. I'll actually let um, either uh, 
Kashki or Bridget have a go at it if you guys want. No, I don't want the carbuncle. I I'll go for it. So, I, I, yeah, why not? Yeah. Someone's got a carbuncle. Okay. All right. So you reach for the carbuncle. Yeah. Um, it's labeled carbuncle, uh, and it is nicknamed Trollheart. And when you open it, it is a petrified heart of a troll. All right. Rude. I look Offensive. at the I look at the troll heart. I look at but my awesome. friend. I look at the troll heart. I look at my friend. I quietly put it in I, my pocket. I say nothing. I happen to be a uh, you know, as I'm a, a a working class scrub sort. Um, I am a big uh, metal fan, and uh, like I think that a, a stone uh, troll heart is pretty metal. So I'm okay. With this. I, I, I think a like actual human heart was pretty metal if someone just popped one out. I mean, I'd call the <laughs> authorities, but I'd still think it was pretty metal. <laughs> you hear that, Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Hey, uh, uh, FBI intern, um, ignore that part. I yeah, thank you for your not patience. Send us human organs. <laughs> well, in my case, <laughs> maybe I, have I'm, a kidney. I'm, I'm a, I'm a transplant recipient, so like, <laughs> someone has already sent him a, no, a yeah, kidney. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just can't wait to see the dramatic recreation of this on Dateline. I do, I do, I do remember uh, fondly when your mom texted me like, "Hey, Charles, Charles has been accepted. He's going in." Yeah, it's a pretty yep. pretty cool day. Yeah, yeah, I, especially day. for you, but like more for me, I think, as your friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's all about, really. The yeah. rest of it. Be an organ donor, everybody. I'm serious about that. That's all. No, that's that's um, great. Yeah. So who's gonna take who's gonna take the sour stone? Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that sour okay. stone. Mm. Cool. Hey, a quick question: Are trolls magic? Many of them. Are their hearts magic? All of them. Are there hearts magic ingredients? For sure. Hey, oh, hey, cool. uh, that's our one more. Hey, wizard fed. <laughs> Pop that heart in the cauldron. <laughs> well, when we cook it, that's when you add the ingredients. Oh, okay. Uh, okay yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> unless you have been cooking the, uh, unless you've been cooking Cynthia this entire time, in which case I don't. I wouldn't say we've been cooking her this entire time. Just as soon as she got in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the sour stone, it looks kind of like a a sticky jawbreaker, like a half-eaten mm. jawbreaker. Um. And it can keep someone fed for an entire week but it will have a negative impact on your luck if you eat it. Hmm. All right. The most dangerous sour. I have to tell you guys, between like picturing the Coblins as like the runts on the package of runts and, uh, and that last remark about the sour stone, like I'm, I'm craving junk food. I might need to walk my ass three blocks to the seven and get some candy. <laughs> Uh, I'm definitely going to have like some goat cheese and honey sandwiches after this. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. All right. So all we're missing is a fresh ingredient, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I could beatbox and uh, 
uh, goat face could drop a fresh ass rhyme. I think those are fat beats, is what you're referring okay. to. <laughs> yes, fat beats in my case, fresh ass rhyme in his case. Uh, yeah, now let's let's see what we've got in my inventory. Nothing fresh. So since we've got about ten minutes left in our session, I'm gonna just gonna roll on the weather table and see what comes upon us instead of doing frogs. All right. Or I'm sorry, fish maybe. <laughs> Oh man, that's the only other thing I could have rolled that would made me happy is like a crazy off the side of the bridge fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh my like, god, that'd I be know, a fun character. I know I play a lot of like cra half craze psychotic psychedelic cannibals, but pastoral shit is kind of a jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I happen to know your love of in-game fishing mechanics. Oh, yeah, huge. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Here we go. All right. So here's what's going to happen. Um, we've passed through the disappeared gate. Sourstone lies in the distance. All right. Uh, it's probably another day's journey away. So this event happens in the bare stretches between locations uh, where the bridge is quiet. It's not occupied. There's occasional growths or creatures or tufts of grass, but mostly it's a pretty calm experience, um, which is why the rumbling of the bridge is so upsetting. Uh, the entire bridge has this sort of low-key vibration, and you see a cloud of dust slowly billowing towards you. Ah, shit. Um, what do y'all want to do to prepare for whatever is approaching? Uh, if the vibration and dust, I think that that's a collapse. So I, if I were us, I'd run real fast in the other direction. How do you um, guys feel about that? I make a lasso uh, for my rope, and I tie uh, one. I essentially loop one around uh, one of uh, Bub's arms, uh, and tie myself and grapple and babble onto the other end. Okay. Uh, that way, like. If I'm a goat man, I have great balancing and climbing ability. Uh, sure. He's a troll who can like stand stationary because he's fucking stone man. Uh, so <laughs> that is my way of protecting all four of us. I'm all going right, to squeeze in between grapple and babble. Uh, I have <laughs> a rucksack you can get in. I could also squeeze in there. I'm very good at squeezing. Yeah. <laughs> Winterfed, what are you gonna do? I guess I crawl into the the cauldron and start weeping because <laughs> it's now very apparent that like everyone's like grouping together, like we're gonna be safe. Yep. Uh, so you and I'm Cynthia are in the me. cauldron now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How's that going for you? Look, uh, things things are getting bad out there. I just I, I just want you to know that that I'm sorry at, at Festivus. When you were seven, I took the Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> you didn't lose it. It was me. I took it because my mom said I couldn't have one because I was too old. <laughs> and I really wanted it. Uh, Cynthia, in like picking up on the anxiety and fear of the group, also begins to cry. And she says, I stole that from someone else. It wasn't even mine. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking eat the, the rich y'all perfect crime <laughs> stealing stolen property yeah, yeah. <laughs> unreal 
Uh, I think stealing right. stolen property means your hands are clean. Yeah. So the cloud of dust gets closer. You see figures at the forefront of it. Um, oh. Nobot, you're the first to spot. And of course, it makes total sense once you realize this is a gruff oak stampede. Uh, every oh. once in a while, the gruff oak get really worked up or excited about something. And they just go on a stampede. They pick a direction and they don't stop until they have to, until oh, they shit. drop we're from all, exhaustion. We're all tied to a gruff folk. I, <laughs> I am not a typical gruff folk, though. I'm Are a, we about I to am... be taken for a. I mean, you might yeah. not be. It, Do you it depends on to, your character. Do you go feel ahead. compelled to join in because of the other gruff folk? Like, I, like yeah. Goaty C. I do. Goaty do. Um. Yeah, normally this would be very difficult for a Gruffo to resist, but we've established that Noba is a toad-loving freak, so who knows? <laughs> I'm not a freak. I, I, what makes me a freak is that I do not have the nomadic spirit. I want to settle well, down. That's what makes me weird. To me, uh, hear me out, guys. So I don't mean to cast aspersions on anybody, uh, John, especially not Gruffle, but... <laughs> I think that if we were to wait for them to go by and check, there may be some fresh ingredients left behind by them as they were passing by. Little round um, ones? Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the type that a parade always has a guy with the, a special thing to scoop up. Just get us? us? No? If we can get above them, they'll run under us. Like, we just get on mm. some scenery... Like we get on What's a what, like, what is around us? Are there buildings, trees, anything I can climb? This is an empty span of the bridge. You have terrible luck. Um, That's your fair. best bet might be to like put the cauldron in front and hide behind it so that they go around because <laughs> they won't. They're not mindless. They're all thinking creatures. They're just really excited. It's like a mosh pit. Okay. Yeah. That's dude. Let's let's do that. That's a good suggestion. So. Flip the cauldron over, hide behind it. Hope yeah. for the best. Okay, I like that. Or all underneath right. it with all of our little feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, we may need Anab's talents in a bit. Um, so as the Gruffolk travel and stampede, they have to eat on the go. No stopping until they all collapse. Uh, so they're often like passing food and provisions back and forth. With fast, tiny hands, you may be able to snatch some fresh ingredients out of the air as they're passing by. Mm. I imagine it like little Coblin jazz hands all outside the sides of the, <laughs> the trench coat, just like... Yeah. Like mm -hmm. Celia. Um, I'm thinking you test your luck for this okay, one. Okay, let's do this. I pictured that in unusually vivid, like, uh, detail, the, the jazz hands out of the trench coat, and it was the most delightful thing that I've thought of this year, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty good, yeah. So, it's an eight, my luck is nine. Oh, nice. All right, perfect. Um, yeah, the, uh, one of the Gruff Oak has, like, a reverse umbrella, that as they're running, they use it to catch the water and keep the stampede <laughs> going. And the one of the bottles that's connected this to this umbrella to catch the fresh water is tossed across the across the stampede, and you manage to snag one out of the air. 
and keep it for yourself before you duck back under the under the cauldron. And that is your last fresh ingredient. Hell yeah. It's the rain and water. Also, also the one that'll help the others boil up. That's I, right. Uh, I have a three in cooking, by the way. Just Ooh, that may come in handy. Uh, yeah, I think so. The so. stampede passes by, and we establish that Noba is not affected by this. You're not tempted at all. Uh, no, I don't think. Uh, I don't think I'm. I'm taken down by it. I uh, have my stamina to kind of resist mm-hmm. stuff, and uh, I also have like. Uh, I don't have that nomadic spirit of like the herd. I have to join the herd, mm-hmm. so I'm okay. Okay. All right. Then the stampede passes by, the dust settles, and the bridge is quiet once again. Uh, this is your opportunity to try and brew the stew. I, I have uh, like stew. tinder. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I have tinder moss. I have a flint knife. Who has steel? Oh, I probably do. I don't know. It doesn't specify what my uh, grimy shovel is made out of. <laughs> Let's see. Or my uh, my mini tr- uh, troll hole. Uh, Your shovel cover. should work. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I was gonna. I was gonna go deep on a sunny joke with that troll hole thing, but um, <laughs> gotta gotta pay the troll toll. Um, so, in addition to the to the five ingredients that we've collected, we've got the condensed fog pearl. We've got the carbuncle, which is the troll heart. We've got the moss from the troll that you cleaned off. We have the rainwater that you stole from a stampede. And we have the gilder that you took from Cynthia. Um, in addition to those five ingredients, you'll also need to add six provisions to the stew. Yeah, I have so many provisions, my dude. Okay, yeah, perfect. I have so I've many provisions. Five left, so I have uh one second. I have uh do I have seventeen provisions on hand, and I can wow. turn any inedible organic matter into provision uh oh, once cool. a day. So I guess yeah, I'm a cook. Yeah, cool. So right. uh, yeah, I'm ready to cook, bro. That's cool, bro. Let's see, that is four under. Nice. Sweet. Perfect. All right. Two so combine all, one was real close. We combine all the ingredients into the stew. We cook it for a few hours. Noba takes the lead, stirring it spicing it, making sure everything is smooth, the bottom isn't burning, the flavors don't settle, it keeps it moving. After uh, an I sing exhausting... an frog song while we cook. Ooh, there you go. And maybe uh, Bub joins in. Yes. <laughs> uh, and after a few hours, when the time is just right, Noba lifts the cauldron away from the flames and... Uh, quickly pours the stew into um, a couple containers of water. So each provision in Troika includes water and food. So that's, I imagine there's little like bottles or flasks, Mm -hmm. distributes the flasks and everybody gets a single flask of the healing stew. 
Hooray! What, well, what, what healing stew? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, We've got some great news for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you wanted. Is this what you said you wanted? Yes, you kept insisting. I put my pinky in. No. 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 <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh, we had a deal. You we sullied my cauldron with this. <laughs> sullied it. I love it. There's nothing more horrifying than helping other people. Yes. <laughs> it's appalling. Why would we help the poor? <laughs> Too. This is too real. Um, <laughs> hey, we made a good stew. We have a healing potion yeah. that we can help people with. I think that's yep. a great time to to call a game. I agree. Yes, sir. Well done, y'all. Nice good work. Yeah. Hooray! Good work. Hey, <laughs> we, we had two instances of completely blowing up the stream. That's a, I'm counting that as a win. <laughs> yeah, sure. We do our last giveaway, don't we? Internet. We do yes, have we a last giveaway. Yeah. Um, yep. We do have a few other things to cover first. Uh, first of all, this has been Bridgetown, uh, which is coming to you from a technical grimoire uh, given to us from David Sherduan, uh, which was, I thought this was an incredible game. Um, really fun, yeah. Really fun. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, so different than a lot of stuff we normally do and that's like really cool to me you know what i mean yeah um yeah. i think it's yeah. uh i think it's worth mentioning that while uh well obviously you know we play these games we have fun we try to be entertaining at the heart of it what we're trying to do is show you cool games that you may otherwise miss mm -hmm. um so thank you for joining us on that journey uh bridgetown is available well not available bridgetown is funding right now on kickstarter and let me tell you if you back it you have a chance to back it at a level where you get that cool ass map as a poster so you get the book you get the poster and if you don't want that then i don't i just i don't know i don't know <laughs> uh announcements uh bridget and i are going to be at the gorge book fest next uh this weekend like this weekend holy shit two days from now it's, yeah uh, i have to finish packing after this yeah <laughs> um, we are both on panels bridget's going to be doing a reading uh we'll also be downstairs uh and this is important if you're in central texas you can just come to the gorge book fest and join the uh the bookstore part and shop for books like free of charge. You don't have to pay to get in that. I'll be down there selling Madness Heart Press stuff. And I will also have more Gabeans. So if you want some of my game stuff, that will be there as well. Uh, I will also have copies of Against the Hungry Dawn, which uh, mm -hmm. I believe Charles told you about last week. Uh, Against the Hungry Dawn is a holographic sticker game that you pop it in another book, and that book becomes a spell book for any other game you want to uh, use. Well, so, damn it. I, uh, I thought I had it right here where I could like flash it in front of the camera and show you, but I, I can't I'm find I'm so it. happy with how it turned out. Yeah, it looks really uh, dope. It really does so, look cool. So we'll have games. We'll have books. Uh, it's going to be rad. Uh, back Bridgetown now. Uh, I do want to take just a moment to thank our intro and outro music band, Bog Wizard. 
yeah. they are incredible and their music is incredible and there's just a few like just a couple more uh copies of the vinyl uh purple miasmic smoke which is uh the album that this art intro music is from uh the intro song being barbaria mm-hmm. Woo. i think we are ready for the final countdown uh the giveaway the final countdown. Countdown. no we'll get sued we'll get sued so <laughs> yeah that's, that's long enough all right <laughs> friends Let's uh, give me give me like a drum roll. I mean, yeah. And we are pushing the button in three, two, one. Changeurs. I'm back the Kickstarter, so we're getting a copy. So I feel like you should give it to somebody else. We can roll again. Yeah, I think we can roll again. All right, roll again. Oh no! Everyone, everyone in the the. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, it's not letting me. I think I rolled it too soon. Um, <laughs> do do do. Give me a second. Ah, uh, and ah. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I think everyone who's in chat has either uh, worked on the project and is ineligible or has already won. <laughs> uh, so here's what we're going to do. Um, if you're in chat and it's just not letting uh, you roll, um, keep your eye out on the Wandering Monster Twitter. We are going to do a giveaway on the Twitter. It's going to be one of those things where you yeah. know you you retweet it, uh, you you uh, you know you uh, maybe followed the Bridgetown project uh, and screenshot that, uh, and then uh, let's say it is uh, Wednesday the twelfth. Now, uh, let's say on the fifteenth, we'll do a random giveaway to. Uh, one of our followers that uses the hashtag, and we'll come up with that. It'll all be on the Twitter. It'll be pinned. Uh, but we'll we'll do the giveaway for two copies, uh, which will include Bones Deep and uh, Bridgetown. <sighs> Giveaways are so cool, and uh, we're going to figure out how to make them even cooler as we go forward. <laughs> Although, like, Quite frankly, Bones Deep in Bridgetown is about as cool That's as you a damn can get. Good giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, I think, you know, on that, no, shit, no, wait, hold on. Hold your goddamn horses. I have one more thing to say, three more things to say. First, on Friday, two days from now, we are releasing Gina Rinaldi's Gush, Tales of Vaginal Horror. Uh, that will also coincide with the release of Madness Heart Games' new book, Whispers of the Dead Saint, by me. Uh, this is the paperback edition. It will be available on Amazon. Both books will be on Amazon. Both books will be on madnessheart.press. Pick them up. They're both, uh, they're both good. One is incredibly upsetting. Uh, the other... <laughs> Sorry about that. The other is... Uh, 
yeah no uh gina gina is fantastic with upsetting titles so uh anyway both books will be available on friday but that is not the only cool announcement the friday after that is a book by another host charles bernard's book congratulations on your hatred will be available as part of the second series of pocket books which includes charles's book uh which i've mentioned a book by lucas mangum a book by Maxwell Bauman and a book by Douglas Ford. So uh, you get all four of those books for 20 bucks on the Madness Heart Press website. They'll also be available individually on Amazon and digitally on Godless. <gasps> With that, I say, thank you so much, my friends, for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. I have been Don Baldisberger. I've been Charles R. Bernard. I've been Bridget Brave. Mr. Patchkey. I mean, I, I like going last. Uh, but fine. I've been Mr. Patchkey. And I'm David Sherdwan. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Go grab uh, Bridgetown on Kickstarter, and we will be back next week. <laughs>